Now here we go. Welcome to Parents Just Don't Understand, a podcast critically discussing kids' media through the eyes of parents. I'm Chris. And I'm Kurt. Today we're talking about a brand new show that's dropped on Netflix recently called Waffles and Mochi. Uh, additionally, since former First Lady Michelle Obama is a big part of that show, we'll also be talking generally about the phenomenon of celebrities and politicians entering the kids' media space. So, Kurt, how did you find Waffles and Mochi? <laughs> um, I think you. I, I think it's actually from you mentioning it to me um, uh, uh, for this episode. Although the other thing, of course, is, you know, if you're a parent who has Netflix, um, if you log into the kids mode, Netflix super aggressively pushes their shows on you, including some that really aren't even like kids shows. Like there's there's a couple like cooking shows mm-hmm. um, that aren't really like kids cooking shows. Like, yes. uh, like I think like N- Nailed It in Nailed particular, it. they, they yeah. consider to be a kids show. And there's some like there's some like older teen like high school sex dramas that occasionally pop up. And I'm like, I, I feel like a teenager isn't logging into Netflix kids mode. Right. And it's weird to see yes. this popping yes. up. Yeah. I, I'll be worried when I start seeing MTV's undressed popping up there, but. <laughs> oh God. I haven't thought about that show in a really, really <laughs> long time. Wow. What a weird show that was. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it, I, I, I'm pretty sure that it was from you mentioning it to me, but I, I definitely would have seen it eventually anyway. Um, and it's funny because I vaguely knew about, as I'm sure that you did, the Obama's production deal between Higher Ground Productions, which is their production company, and Netflix. It was like a, like an, eight, was it an eight million or an eighty million? I have no idea how many millions it was, but it was, it was multiple millions. Um, yeah. 80 million probably sounds more like it. Um, yeah, it, it was ginormous. Uh, and and I, I knew that they were producing a bunch of different things. I didn't really know that a kid show was was one of them. It, it, it makes sense, though, mm-hmm. um, because, as you say, the kind of like celebrity sponsored or celebrity enhanced kids show is like increasingly becoming a thing, which right. I'm sure that will go much more in depth on later. Um, yeah. So like, it, it, it makes sense. Um, the execution, I think, is a little bit strange. Yes. Though. The the reason I specifically wanted to talk about this was, um, you know, I was generally aware of the show coming out, and because you know the headlines came out a couple um, weeks or months ago saying, "Oh, Michelle Obama's going to have a kid show," uh, and then I caught this headline from a film site that I go to. Uh, it's called IndieWire, and they had they described it as the best kids TV show in a generation, and that just absolutely struck me as quite the declaration that i was like well we absolutely need to watch this and talk about it because you know if it if it truly is then maybe we'll 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 be part of that discussion but that's uh, such a weird statement to make can we just stop and say that because like that's an opinion that that adults have and really the best kids show in a generation is something that we're gonna know like 10 to 15 years from now yes when our kids are like adults and are like, wow, I distinctly remember this particular show. Like as an adult, your expectations of like what your kids should be watching are like kind of all screwed up. Yes. Um, and so if, first of all, it's not, it's definitely not. But, yeah. but even on top of that, it's a really weird declaration to make that I think says a lot more about how adults view 
or ex- what like what they expect from kids shows than about actually like what makes a kid show good or bad. Agreed. Uh, to put it in a little bit more context, um, IndieWire tends to have those kind of big clickbaity headlines um so they're a little bit known for that but i i also think it kind of feeds into um a little bit of the the um uh the the cult of personality built up around the obamas um because i wonder if without her michelle obama's involvement whether that would have been ascribed to it um definitely not 100 percent yeah. not Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I, I think extremely clearly, not, in, in my opinion, yes. I, I'll, I'll give the game away a little bit and say, I actually really like the show. Um, but I mean, there's a ton of kids shows that I really like that. Like, even when I like go around, like evangelizing shows to other parents, like, like I, I, I always kind of have my fingers crossed and this, like, this is, this is a good show in my opinion, mm-hmm. but it really, it really doesn't stand out like that much apart from like having Michelle, obama on it and and you know i'll I'll say that whatever my uh opinions about the obama presidency i i do think that like on the whole like i think that michelle obama like did in mostly good faith try Mm -hmm. to to be like a positive role model for like kids and and like education it was clearly something that that she cared about on like a personal level that that seems pretty clear to me but but like that being said like I actually don't think she's used very well in this show. Like she really doesn't add a a lot to it. And so I think that the big thing that she adds is that like parents are like, Oh, Michelle Obama. I love Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. Wow. I absolutely want to watch this show with my kids. Cause like your, your kids, like young kids have no idea Mm -hmm. who the Obamas are unless like you went out of your way to tell them. And even then like they're, they're going to have like contacts where it's like, Oh, it's, it's these cool people that my parents like. Right. Um, and, and it's 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 I, I'm trying to be very equanimous and like separate out my political feelings about mm-hmm. the Obama presidency and, uh, from like the way that I engage with this show, because mm-hmm. like it really has it, it doesn't have a lot to, to do with it. But it is right. it's much more about them as celebrities than, than it is about them as like political figures. Right. Which I I, I mean, I think. Kind Although the both. drone scene was really weird, the part where they cook with the drone is very strange. <laughs> I, I I think I mean, like you said, not we don't want to go too into that area, but I think the fact that they are seen as more celebrities than politicians feeds into it. But um, just to give like a, a, a basic um, summary of of the show or a basic idea of what the show is, uh, it's essentially a kids' c- cooking show um, in the form of there's puppetry, there's some cartoons. Um, waffles is a half frozen waffle, half Yeti. Uh, I think, and uh, mochi is obviously you know one of those Japanese it's, it's ice mochi. cream. Mochi, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they travel from the land of frozen food and end up at a grocery store owned and run by Michelle Obama. Uh, and Who they then, just call like Michelle Obama, like yeah, Michelle Obama, Obama or, or Mrs. O, or yeah, yeah. It's it's she's not playing a character or anything like that. Um, and then uh, fro- and then so uh, waffles and mochi have to just and each episode is centered around a certain ingredient, and then uh, they obviously don't know much because they've only lived on frozen food their whole life. So they have to go out and find out, um, you know, what's the deal with salt, like, and what's the deal with tomatoes and things like that. And um, so they actually, and to be fair to them, they actually go uh, on location, like uh, the episode. Yeah. Like they go to Japan uh, and find, watch people make some miso. And um, you know, it's, so 
but that's generally the gist of it. And they come back and they learn the lesson about don't put too much salt on your, your uh, chocolate cookies. Um, and, yeah, but, and all that stuff I really like, like to be yes. clear, like, like that's, that, that's a really strong concept for a show. I, I like that a lot. I, I like went at first I was kind of like, Oh God, like what's the show going to be? But when I started watching, I was like, actually, this is like really, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that it exists and it's actually really cool. And like, I spend a lot of time cooking with, um, mostly uh our five-year-old four-year-old but next week she's five Mm -hmm. um and we've even started doing a little bit with our two-year-old um and they've we've always tried to get them to eat you know like adventurous things and it has it's it's helped it's been a good way to get them interested in trying new things we actually literally had uh, a box of mochi in the freezer when we watched this and (laughs) and so we were like look this is this is the thing it, you, the thing that talks and is a friend on the show now you can eat it um and uh and and so like it yeah it's a, it's like it's a good it's like honestly as kids entertainment like i thought it was pretty good and like as mm-hmm. a parent i was like oh yeah this is this this is positive um uh, yeah. But 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 it is also definitely like in the back of my head. There's a bunch of things that were troubling, especially yeah. that fucking bee. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll get into that. But um, I, I generally, yeah, the format generally, I like you said, I I it's good that there's a cooking show specifically for kids. Like I I think that's basically I can't really think of any other cooking show off the top of my head that is specifically made for kids um and you know i think some other kids shows might have segments about like uh going back to i know sesame street um recently introduced a segment with a uh, cookie monster where he he cooks with uh another uh puppet and or muppet excuse me oh, are they muppets i don't know uh on sesame street are they called muppets i'm uh, not sure okay well, well i'm we'll sure there's like with... a branding guy yes. Yes. somewhere that's like if when referring to the muppets yes. please be clear that yes well we'll call you use muppet as the generic please refer to them as as a modified puppet or whatever yeah. um but anyway yeah so so sesame street was kind of leaning into that but it not to the extent of of this um where it was like honestly honest to goodness like getting into like the nitty-gritty of like you know going out and finding ingredients and um putting them together and things like that yeah, um, the um, the uh, honestly, when I wanted to do like cooking oriented media, media, we would just watch watch uh, Ratatouille, um, um, because that was what got uh, our older daughter interested in like cooking to begin with, and she's still extremely into cooking. It, she always wants to come cook with me, and it's like, it's like kind of, it's become kind of like troublesome actually, <laughs> like like as as cool as it is because our our two year old freaks out when they are not together and she um, can see into the kitchen and see her cooking with me and our two-year-old wants to come cook but like we have this little like tower thing so that our four-year-old is tall enough to reach the stove um and it's not really big enough for for both of them and and like it's it's just it, it causes problems but b- before this show it was mostly ratatouille yeah okay um, yeah. And yeah and yeah there, it's i mean like uh, to be perfectly honest there's a lot of cooking shows that you probably could watch hmm. with a kid. Um, I think that Good Eats would would work just fine yes. for a kid. We, we, uh, we've wa- we have watched um, some Chef's Table with uh, our, with our daughter um, and little no reservations. And- yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have actually. Or, um, there, Bourdain had. Um, well, there's a Gordon Ramsay show uh, where he. Uh, it, it wasn't. Um, hell's kitchen or, or kitchen nightmares but there's so the, there are some kitchen uh, at, right now we're actually watching that stanley tucci searching for italy show uh so cooking 
cooking adult cooking shows are something that we do watch as a family. So I was excited to find something that was geared towards her, like just cute puppets and things like that. And my daughter has no interest in this show <laughs> whatsoever. Every time I've like, hey, let's try and check out this show. We've made it basically like we I think we got through the first episode and then uh, the other one we watched about halfway through and she's like, can I watch something else? And so the other episodes I had to watch on my own. Uh, but uh, so she I, I don't know what it is, but she she just didn't connect with it. Um, she, she's really upset that uh, they never closed Guantanamo. She's really upset about right. like like the Flint. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, water. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, you so. couldn't pass card check. You had the, <laughs> the House and the Senate. <laughs> It's funny because our kids are very into it, but, but they will only watch the first three or four episodes. And um, so the, the first episode, I believe, is about tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, uh, our, our four-year-old keeps confusing tomatoes and potatoes. Um, and and so she'll say, I want to watch the, the potato one. And we go, we don't think we watched a potato one. And she goes, no, 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 like, like the red potatoes. We go, <laughs> oh, you mean tomatoes? She goes, yes, potatoes. Exactly what I said. Um, so she wants to watch that one over and over and over again. Um, and there's like one or two other ones that, 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 that she liked, but there's something in particular about that. Um, I will say though, and I, I, we've never been able to get her to eat potatoes before. And even though it's not about potatoes and it's just her confusing the word the, this weekend, she was eating a whole bunch of potatoes and seemed very into it. Um, oh and she was also like asking for, tomatoes oh i think there's an episode about about pickles too there is yes Yes. um she's always liked pickles but um she was asking if we had any and i said well we don't have like cucumber pickles but we do have sauerkraut i don't know if you'll like it um it's incredibly strong sauerkraut and Mm. she loves it and she actually she told me that the reason she wanted to eat it was because there's a boy at school that she doesn't like and he hates the smell of pickles and she wanted to smell like, like pickles. <laughs> so there you go. Away. Oh wow. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. But but yeah, um but yeah, so so yeah, it's like it's like it it, it works. Um mm-hmm. and I'll I'll say that the way the way that they engage with the different ingredients, like what like, what they basically do is each um so like each episode uh Michelle Obama as herself, yeah, as the owner of the supermarket, um, and her her like her like assistant manager B, um, <laughs> gives them a, a task where it's like we need you to go reorganize the tomato section or something, and they go, well, we need to learn about tomatoes first, mm-hmm. and they get in this like super shopping cart and they travel somewhere, um, and they usually meet up with some kind of a celebrity. In the first episode, it's, um. Uh, Simon no- Nozra, I think is her last name from uh, the the book and cooking show Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and she teaches them about like tomatoes, and then they go and meet like a bunch of other people. And each each like chef or each new you know celebrity teaches them something about tomatoes. Like, oh, is a tomato a fruit? Or oh, you can puree tomatoes and make a spatcho soup. You can mm-hmm. um, you know, some people use tomatoes for sweet things. Some people use them for for salty things. I will say though, like the first thing that that hit me was I I felt like basically any of the celebrity guests, especially the chefs, would have been a better host for the show. Mm-hmm. than 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 Michelle Obama. Right. Um, maybe not from like a promotional aspect, but just in terms of like how they engaged mm-hmm. like with it, they just felt like much more engaging. 
Yeah. Um, and especially with uh, Samin being the like the the first person um where she was like she was awesome i was like wow yes. like this is great and it reminded me like oh yeah like i want to go back and watch the rest of her show and then as soon as she was off the show i was like i wish she would come back <laughs> yeah. i would totally just watch yeah. like, a kids cookie show with her yeah she was great because she's so, she's so um gregarious and into it and and she's like that I, and i watched also watched her show too and i think that's also on netflix if i'm not mistaken it is netflix yeah, it yeah. Is, yeah uh and so she she's very much like that on her show too for adults like she's that's just kind of just her personality and it just really a winning personality and, and would really work and she know obviously she knows her stuff too because she's this award-winning chef uh and then they kind of and like you said that kind of makes me think about other than promotional what is michelle obama doing on this show like they, there's like they, they'll cut to her and it's like her chatting with her little like neoliberal b <laughs> dude and uh he's the pmcb yeah exactly yeah he's, he's the professional managerial b yeah so yeah. so the the b is like is like the assistant store manager sort of and is like, is like the taskmaster and is always like like the one who's like like a stickler for the rules yeah and michelle obama I, i'm like doing like air quotes it's michelle obama playing michelle obama as a character named Michelle Obama, who owns a supermarket, and, and as near as I can tell, isn't the former first lady of the United States in the show's yeah. universe? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe. Um, and she seems very like have like a very laissez faire approach to running the store. It seems to mostly be the bee who has to like put the screws to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she kind of just hangs out up on the rooftop garden and uh. To your question, though, uh, yeah. To, to, to your question, I, I mean, I, I think that, and I, I have to be honest, I mostly had forgotten about this in the years since the Obamas were no longer in in office. How much of her, um, like advocacy, like what she was like, like the messaging that she was putting out yeah. was around like food and nutrition. Oh, and yeah. I remember now that there was a whole big thing with like. She started this like sustainable garden at the White House, and there was a whole big thing where like when when the Trumps came into office, they they like ripped up the garden or some shit. Um, and well, wasn't there something where she she was doing something about school lunches too? Yes, and like yes, people school got lunches mad were about a big thing. Yes, yeah, like you know, oh okay, you can't yeah. you can't you you can't just be like, well, it's milk, it's chocolate milk, but it's mostly chocolate, but there is some milk in there too. Or like, like the like pizza is a vegetable thing mm-hmm. was, I believe, another another big thing. Um, uh, although, although they do go out of their way to emphasize that tomato is a vegetable, so maybe they're undercutting there. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I I think it's that, but it's weird because I honestly had mostly forgotten about that. Um, yeah, by by now, um, and so I think it's meant to to be that. But and and to be honest. I think that we may be the weird ones um, in like remembering that because I saw a ton of people online being like, wow, a kid's show that the Obamas produced. I'm definitely going to watch this. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't really understand. And this gets more into like the celebrity thing in general, uh, more than anything to do, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, like, like with, with the Obama's involvement is just like, yeah. I really don't care whether a celebrity is involved or not, like it's like the last thing I care about. In fact, I, I, I almost kind of find it weird whether celebrities involved and it kind of like irritates me, honestly. Yeah. Well, and cause it, it, it always feels like just slumming, honestly, or like, you know, like, Hey, here's, here's a quick buck. Like, a hit, yes, around. yes, like, exactly. Yes. It, because it, it's, it's totally, it's totally reliable and mm-hmm. totally dependable where it's like, 
the because I mean, there's there's really the people who buy kids media is mostly adults Mm -hmm. and they're not the ones who are mostly consuming it. Although like, they're not going to you know, if there's a show called like, you know, the screamy violence profanity hour for (laughs) kids, they're probably not going to be successful marketing it to parents. Um, But like, I'm, I'm not buying it for myself. Mm -hmm. So if I was a huge fan of the Obamas, uh, just like, as like, like celebrity figures, I still don't think I would be like, yes, I must, I must, I, you know, I have to watch this. Right. Uh, like if there were, I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. If there, I was about to say if there was a Zack Snyder children's, uh, <laughs> although actually, no, wait, didn't he do, uh, yes. the, the Owls of Gahul? I haven't, I haven't yeah. watched that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, there you go. Like, like yeah. I really don't care all that much, Mm-mm. um, about the, the, the celebrity involvement and, and it feels like one of the few ways to stand out um among children's entertainment is to get a celebrity involved and yes it often feels like like passing a buck i or not not passing a buck like it's often feels like an easy way to make a yeah. buck um and and i'm we're we're, we're kind of getting ahead a little bit into that mm. um but but yes v- very very much so and it is a weird like honestly i almost wonder if the show was mostly I almost wonder if the show was like mostly done and then they were like, wait, no, we need to get, we, we you know, the, the, the Obamas are producing this now, or actually more likely, I bet that, that they had Michelle Obama for like one day and they're like, like we, we have to blitz this we have yes. to go all the way through, get all of, get all of that good Obama footage all yeah. at once. Yeah. Um, th- That would be my guess actually, because it feels weirdly disconnected from the rest of the show. It really does. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't the one episode, I don't even know if Waffles or Mochi uh, even like talk to Mrs. Obama. Like it's they're like they just cut to her randomly and she's doing something completely different <laughs> than this aim of the show. Like, yeah. It, so, yeah, it, it's it's just very strange. Like, it's a very strange. Um, I, I don't know what kids are supposed to be getting from that involvement because it's not like I, I could see if it was. You know, somebody who was no, like somebody who's funny or somebody who's like she, she's not a, for for kids at least i don't find her an engaging screen presence like you know like she was she's just kind of just she's a somebody's you know she's just she's just there like i i, I don't know like so i i don't i other like like we said other than promotional and other than uh, just you know roping in the, the the parents i i don't know what she's supposed to be doing there um, yeah she has she has like a very polished um like screen presence but she doesn't have that like whatever thing that like really effective children's show hosts have Uh, like like even on the level that like like someone like blippy has where it's like there's a thing where you see it and you're like oh yeah i this is like that thing Mm -hmm. that children's show hosts do and like i don't know that she's really like doing that Maybe, maybe i'm completely wrong um, but like that was not the part of the show that that the 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 you know my kids were paying attention to as far as I could tell. Maybe I'm totally right. wrong. Yeah. Um, and like maybe we'll get done watching and they'd be like, has 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 Michelle Obama done any more children's shows? We really <laughs> want to watch them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> overall though, in in terms of like I I, I mean I, I I have to admit I I was a little worried about like how ideological the show would be. Yes. And the one thing that does bother me, I will say is the centering of working at a grocery store 
Um, and the way it like weirdly lionizes like um, uh, this like like retail work as like uh, this be- as like a reward almost like well, oh yeah I, you know you've es- you've escaped from the frozen food land yes what a treat for you to work in a grocery store. Uh, right. what you've always wanted and they you know they they do a thing where like they earn badges i'm i'm way overthinking this um but it, it's almost like uh what's what's that that like workerism ideology where uh uh stocknovites or whatever it is um mm. <laughs> where, where, there, there, there was this whole thing in like the soviet union where um they they had like they identified like the most efficient, most productive individual worker in the entire Soviet union or like in the entire like Soviet mining industry. And I believe it was a guy named Stocknov. Um, and I'm probably getting this all wrong, but I'm just going to go with it. Uh, and they, they did like this huge like PR campaign about like, you should produce like this guy. Look how good of a job he's doing. He's the ideal Soviet worker. And it almost feels like that where it's like, yes, Yes, you too can work at a grocery store. And and you know what? Like that is an important job. However, you know, under our current system, obviously it is not an especially desirable job, uh, nor is it an especially pleasant job. I've I, you know, I, I've worked my fair share of uh, retail in my life. Uh it sucks. Yeah. Um, and so it is kind of funny to be like, whoa, look how cool it is working in a grocery yeah. store. And I'm like, well, I yeah, kinda, I, I especially really- during a pandemic, too, where they're like on <laughs> like they're literally on the front lines of this. That makes uh, me wonder, were there originally, do you think there were things that they cut? Like, were there, because I don't think I ever see them interact with customers. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you know that? They don't. <laughs> now I'm imagining, like, Waffles and Mochi being like, you know, this job would be great if it weren't for the fucking customers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like a grocery store detached from the economy. Yes. Uh, and the other thing, I, I, I do feel a little, um, I felt condescending was the whole idea of uh, waffles and mochi come from the land of frozen food. And they come to the grocery store where, you know, they're going to learn about fresh food now. And um, the idea that like frozen food is inherently uh, bad or, you know, like it's interesting. It it, it feels a little, like I said, condescending. It feels very like much like, you know, there's how many people live in food deserts in in this country where, you know, they, they have, no opportunity to get these fresh foods. So like I said, it's, I, I, I am obviously, again, we're, we are definitely <laughs> way overthinking this. And and the reason why we're doing that is because Michelle Obama is in this freaking thing. The former first lady of the United States is in the kids show. Like, I feel like you're inviting that kind of uh, looking at it by having that kind of figure in a show like this. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, like at the same time, like I, like, I get it from a kid show point of view where like, like it, it, it can be hard sometimes to get kids to try foods. Yeah. Um, and so I get the emphasis on like, Oh, it's like fresh stuff. I, I, I didn't even think about that though. Um, and it's weird actually, because I mean, we, we almost exclusively use for most vegetables, a lot of vegetables, we almost exclusively use, you know, frozen vegetables because mm-hmm. they keep for a long time. Yeah, and uh, produce goes bad like two days later, which sucks. Oh, and yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't stand it. it makes me, yeah. makes me so mad. Um, and uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, frozen foods. Um, yeah. That said, in the land of frozen foods, they weren't actually eating frozen foods. They were just eating like ice. 
ice cubes. Yeah, ice it was, cubes, and they yeah. were like shaving it into like different things, um, which yeah. was kind of which was kind of funny. So, like from the point of view of the characters, it does make sense that they would be like, "Wow, it's yeah. tomato." Mm-hmm. Um, and and I certainly want to wouldn't want to eat a frozen tomato while it was still frozen. So that That's that true. does that does make sense to me. That is true. Um, I I don't know. It, the, like again, it's it's hard for me to like. I'm very much of two minds about the show. Like on the one mm-hmm. hand, like I actually quite like the show. On the other hand, like I don't think there's any reason that a show like this couldn't be made, you know, without a celebrity attached. If if Netflix were inclined to say yes to, I, I mean, they do say yes to shows to like kids shows that don't have celebrities that, like attached. Like there's nothing especially enhanced mm-hmm. apart from getting parents uh, to to watch it. Um, which is like, again, it's just like a weird kind of alien point of view to me to be like, yeah, I got to watch the celebrity show. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, like, I, I mean, no other kids show that Netflix has produced has gotten headlines like this one has. So, I, I, I mean, I feel like, you know, whatever they were aiming for, they definitely got the promotion that they were aiming for. Well, um, let's 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 poke at that a little bit, because what was the claim that it's it's the best kids yes. show in a generation? Yes. Uh the let me see the full headline is waffles and mochi of course michelle Ob- oh yeah it gets it's even more so of course michelle obama puts out the best kids tv show in a generation so first of all she's she's not the creator of the show no um, which i was surprised because i yeah you know from the way it's been presented it's she certainly seems like she would have been the creator it was actually hard for me to figure out who the actual creators were which and and you you mentioned this right before we started recording that it's it's two people one of whom co-created drunk history which was interesting to me um and I, I mean you know like like people people you know once you successfully create a show it seems like it's a lot easier to successfully create other ones which makes perfect yeah. sense um but yeah they've it's very much centered as like michelle obama's kids show and it's 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 hard to tell what like executive producing means it could mean a lot of things it could mean like may, maybe she had a ton of involvement who who knows it's it's really yeah. it's it's hard to tell um it's definitely not the best kids show in a generation. It is a pretty good kids show. It, mm-hmm. I it's it fills a niche that didn't that that we like we mentioned was kind of unfilled. Yeah. Um, if I were to pick like the five best kids shows of the last twenty years, it it would not be in the top five at all. I, no. I, I I don't know what 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 do you which just kind of opens up the question. What do you think if w- would be the best? Oh, well. That's that that's that's a tough question. Um I over the garden wall, we talked about that. That was actually what was my, my maybe my first appearance on the show was actually talking about that. I that is phenomenal. Um just a really was your first appearance as a as a co-host. As a co-host, okay. Uh that's <laughs> that was um just it's just a, a unique work of art. Um that air that you know, a really great kids cartoon that was I would say yo yo gabba gabba. Oh, is, of course. Is what I yeah. what I would go with. Yeah, um, and and you know what? There's an example of somebody uh, who came from a different area of entertainment and transformed it into uh, took their strengths and took that into the kids show. Because uh, of course, I'm sure all our listeners know that the Yo Gabba Gabba was created by um, I, I actually don't know his name off the top. MC Back Commander. Oh yeah, yeah, MC Back Commander from the Aquabats, which was this the ska punk uh, surf um, like comedy band from um, California, uh, and uh, they 
and it's Yo Gabba Gabba was just um, also filled with like celebrity cameos and things like that, but in a more naturalistic um, way. And they were doing things much more um, like I remember Elijah Wood singing a song and things, things like that. Like it was just felt more geared towards less around the celebrity cameo and more geared towards. Yes, they're they're doing it. They're doing this thing, and it just happens to have a celebrity well, in it. And actually, that's that's the really that I'm glad that you mentioned that because do you remember how they introduce, um, uh, Semin Nozra from Salt, Fat, Acid, and Heat in the first I, episode? I don't recall. They make a huge deal out of the fact that she is from the Netflix show Salt, <laughs> Fat, Acid, and Heat, and they put like a they they even do like a fwa 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 on like like when when they say the name, they're very much addressing the adults. Right. Um, when they do the introduction, like they were very much anticipating an adult watching this, being like, "I've watched that show. I know who that right. is." Whereas. On Yo Gabba Gabba, when they have a celebrity cameo, if it's a band, they'll tell you who the band is. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, if it's like if it's like an actor or something, they'll just call them by their first name. Like I remember mm-hmm. when like Jack Black was on, and I don't remember them. I, I'm pretty sure they didn't say like it's Hollywood star Jack Black. <laughs> They're just like it's our friend Jack. Yeah. Um, which right. which uh, S- Sesame Street mostly does too. They assume mm-hmm. that the kids won't care. Right. It's funny because. I was watching a Sesame Street earlier where Adam Sandler showed up on it and they weren't like, it's Adam Sandler from the hit movies, little Nikki. You know, it it was, it was just like, Oh, it's, it's, Hey everyone, it's Adam Sandler. He's going to play a song. And then, you know, it's like kids are going to care if the song was good. They don't care who, who Adam Sandler is. They don't know goat boy. They don't know all all the classic bits. (laughs) Um, Whereas this is very much like, Parents, pay attention. Here's the celebrity. Yes. And you can be like, oh, now I'm watching a celebrity with my kids. And right. it's 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 very much like a dual marketed thing, mm-hmm. which strikes me as super weird. Again, I, I it makes perfect sense why they did it. It mm-hmm. just really like it, it it has nothing to do with like the kids entertainment part of it, which which to me is like oh, it just it's just weird when you encounter that stuff where it's like, hold on, we're talking to your parents. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, kids, tell your parents to watch Salt, Facid, Fat, Acid, Heat on on Netflix. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I can never get the name right. I'm yeah. literally every time I say it, I'm tabbing over into another tab <laughs> where I have the I have the Wikipedia article. <laughs> so th- there is one more aspect of it is I I did appreciate um they kind of throw together a bunch of different styles of of things. So as I think we said at the beginning, there's uh there's a lot of puppetry. That's the main the main. Uh, there's some cartoons in between, um, and then there, there's also some miniatures that were very reminiscent of uh, Mister Rogers that I I thought. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I had, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, you know what? It actually, it reminded me of. Um, have you ever seen the stop motion film A Town Called Panic? Yes. Yeah. It kind of reminded. There were parts of it that kind of reminded me of that. Now that you mentioned yeah. that, yeah, yeah. But it's it's like a well produced children's show. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it did that kind of thing where it's like each segment is a slightly different style. Um, very reminiscent of like reading rainbow or yo Gabba Gabba. Like we, like we mentioned. Yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. like, like they're definitely trying, they could have really phoned this in. Yes. Um, and they, and they didn't. And I appreciate that they didn't that like, it, it they clearly are like trying to make like a good show mm-hmm. on top of them being a marketable show because this was absolutely gone like this could be utter crap and it probably would still get the same headlines unfortunately 
yeah. the state of you know promotion of children's programming being being the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's very inclusive uh, because there, there's segments where they talk to you. They have kids talking to camera. And I think almost all of them are speaking, you know, in their, their native tongues. And, it's you know, it's translated um, not in captions, but in somebody else's translating over them with uh, mm-hmm. audio wise just for the for kids uh, who can't who aren't maybe old enough to read. Um, so I, I think that's good. Cause, and then, like I said, they, you know, there's segments where waffles and mochi go, they go all over the world. I was surprised when I saw them, like they, like I said, they went to Japan and, and went to, um, I guess, uh, yeah, it was Japan was the furthest I think I saw them go. Um, they see is, mochi being like mochi flour being made, which is wild. And I had no idea <laughs> that it was made with a big mallet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, so, so. I'm glad that you mentioned the Japan thing because one of the sequences that they show is, um, I guess, a, a father who is a chef making the like salmon rice balls mm-hmm. with his son. And I was glad that they included like parents and kids cooking together because, uh, again, like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, I always encourage people to try to cook with with your kids because it's really not that hard. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a mess when you cook anyway. Like you, you already have to clean up. Um, yeah. And they think it's really cool, or at least mine think it's really cool when like you put something in something hot and it like sizzles. They're like, whoa, what the, yeah. you know, yeah. and um, and at least my kids uh, each burned themselves once and then never again. I didn't do it on purpose. Like, like I wasn't doing the thing where I was like, I'm going to let them burn themselves. And then they're going to learn. Um, no, like it just happened because kids like grab at things and it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't bad. I don't even know if they actually burned themselves or if they're just like, Oh no, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, they've been, they've been cautious since then. Um, and it's, and it's, it's been fine. And like our four-year-old can like make scrambled eggs. Like she can crack, she can crack eggs. I th- That's actually the thing that I always have her do is to crack the eggs. And she's gotten really good at it. the only thing is every so often she'll crack, she'll get excited and like crack the egg and forget to like put it over the thing where the egg is going to go. And she'll just crack it and be like, well, I did it. And I'll just like fall. And sometimes it falls inside the burner of the stove. And I'm like, oh no. Um, yeah. But, but like, I appreciated that they, that they included that. Um, in the first episode, they also go to like a pizzeria where everyone who works there uh, is uh, deaf, and so they're all yes. like communicating with like sign language, and they explain it to in like in like not an obnoxious way, like they explain it to mm-hmm. the, both Waffles and Mochi, and mm-hmm. also like obviously like, to the audience, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, here's what's going on. Everyone here is deaf. They go, well, what, what you know, what's that mean? Oh, well, you know, it means like like they that you know like they can't hear, and they go, oh okay, cool, you know, and it doesn't they approach it the way that you would explain it to a kid and not the way that you would tell an adult to explain, like, like you, you, they approach it the way, the, the correct way to explain it to a kid, which is not to act like it's super weird, which, which unfortunately I definitely see happening. And in some kids programs, I do feel like they are like, wait, stop. We have to tell you. So like, like an important lesson and you just might want to like, like othering people and making it very strange. So yeah, it's, it's like all that is, is, is good. I think Mm -hmm. it's a mostly good show. Um, yes. I haven't finished watching it, so again, maybe something really weird happens l- later on. Maybe one of them yeah. dies. I I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes, but, mochi. Yeah, somebody <laughs> gets eaten. Um, yeah, I, it's 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 hard for me to feel ill towards towards the shows for yeah. all that there is like a couple weird spots in it where like, yes. that's strange. There, so there's certainly I, I think 
there's definitely going to, I mean, I don't know if, if you're like us, there'll be hangups for you as parents. If your kids are into it, they will be into it and they won't think anything is weird is, is what I think um, the ultimate judgment of it. And it's fine. It's perfectly, it's like perfectly fine. It serves a need that wasn't there. Um, I, just going back to like a little bit more detail on one, one aspect, at least um, do you, did you, I found the voice acting on waffles to be a little uh, weak. I, I don't know that I, I just, yes. Um, the voice acting in general is a little bit forced. Yeah. Um, it definitely feels like they, it, I feel like voice acting can either sound natural or it can sound like someone doing voice acting. And it definitely sounds like someone doing voice acting. Mm-hmm. And especially it's, it sounds like somebody doing it kid's character voice yes which is different than doing a kid's character voice like sounding right. like it's 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 like the difference between sounding irish and sounding like you're doing an irish voice basically yes. no exactly right and, and, and there's just something about like it's not like and i don't know if it's just the sound mixing i just feel like sometimes i can't hear what waffles is saying and hmm. yeah and i mean maybe i'm just getting hard of hearing or something but uh, i i did i didn't have that have that issue but i also wasn't paying super close attention okay well well i was taking notes so so, so the sound mix is not not up to yeah <laughs> up to like cinephile <laughs> yes and and my four-year-old turned to me and said daddy i don't think this will win the emmy for sound mixing, so. <laughs> um uh, did, did you did you get the impression at any point that the show was significantly reworked at some point in its development, because there's one big thing that stood out to me that was, that was good, but felt like a remnant of a different take on the show. And that was the catchphrase, which was listen to your food, eat your parents. And I heard that and I was like, that's really funny. Yeah. But it doesn't fit the show. And it made me wonder if the original pitch for the show was much more like anarchic and mm. like high energy. And if it was retooled to be a more like a calmer, more educational a, show, a more Obama show kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, because yeah. like, like, like it, it doesn't really, it doesn't really fit the rest of the show at all. No. And that's not really the ethos of the show. Right. But it is really funny. It is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably right. Cause I, I mean, I imagine that's kind of how this stuff happens, right? Like if, since this was created by two people um, who weren't Michelle Obama, I'm assuming they came in with, you know, the idea themselves and uh, they probably had a much different uh, version of it, which probably was probably closer to, uh, you know, cause that, that line is much closer to a yo gabba gabba. Than, exactly. Than, yeah. 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 Then, then what, then what we, we actually have of the show. So, um, so uh, also here, you mentioned it. They get badges at the end of the show. What's the deal with that? Pieces of flair. They get pieces yeah. of flair. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's I, I I it's weird, but it makes sense in the context of a kid's show where it's like they are effectively encouraging kids to try new things. Okay. I think. Almost like a uh and I'm only saying this because it was on my mind recently, almost like a book it program for food. Yes. Okay. Um, which, which yeah. to me makes sense. The fact that it's badges on their on their grocery store out like uniform is a little yeah. bit weird. Yeah. Um. But it does make sense to me. And again, I like the, 
I really do like the uh, the sense that like trying a new thing is itself an achievement. Right. Um, and yeah. like I literally, you know, I I th- this is only this is only this is mostly not a joke. If I see something on a menu like a food that I haven't had before, I I, I have to order that food. Hmm. Um, even that's, if it doesn't sound especially good. Uh, yeah, that's that's very admirable because I am. I am definitely one of those people who have like I have one thing I order at a specific restaurant and I get the same thing every time. So I I definitely regret sometimes when I do that. But I'm like I know that this is really good, but I want to try that that weird thing. And it turns out to be crap. <laughs> um, but but and and we definitely have tried to like encourage our kids to approach things like oh you should at least try things. We mm-hmm. often we often make our kids um we the, the the rule that we have when it comes to to food is basically like. If somebody – if you agreed to have something, you have to at least eat a bite of it. And okay. if you don't like it, then that's fine. We'll get you something else that, that, that you do like. This is not, not 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 so much the case at, like, restaurants, but, like, like, like at, at home. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if we make stromboli or something and they're like, I don't like this, they have to at least try it before they say that, that they don't like it. And if they do that, then they can try something else. So our our whole emphasis is like you have to you have to try the thing. You can't just be like, no, this is bad. And our four year old especially is very good at being like, I tried that at school, and we're like, mm, I don't I don't buy this. This seems fake to me. <laughs> well, I I have to say, as a former Eagle Scout, uh, seeing somebody else earning badges, I was very triggered. I was like, oh, <laughs> why am I not earning these badges? I didn't know you were an Eagle Scout. I am an Eagle Scout. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. My whole perception of you just changed. <laughs> um, That's so, a, that, that should be an episode um, unto itself. Scouting honestly. definitely should be. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go into it now, but I have very complex yeah. thoughts on, on it. Um, As do I, if you'll imagine. Yes, I would, I would imagine so. Um, so I, I don't know. Do you have any closing thoughts on Waffles and Mochi? Because I want to talk about the celebrity stuff in a, yeah. in a broader sense. I, I, I agree. Um, so like I said – Overall, it's it's pretty good. Um, it's not, I certainly not the best kid so kid show of the generation. <laughs> I, I I that one is just, uh, I, I have no idea where that came from. But it's definitely good. I know like, exactly where it came from. Well, yeah, it came from a press release. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, and um, you know, like we said, the Michelle Obama factor is kind of weird. Um, it's really just there for promotion. Um, but it's not it, it's not overbearing. And I think. We, we might we've talked about it a bit but I, I think we should probably i mean at least for me it wasn't overbearing like she shows up a couple times in an episode she's not the main focus um and she's fine you know it's fine uh and it's cute and like i said there's a real uh there was a real gap in kids entertainment for cooking and yes. food uh and this certainly feels feels the fills that um yeah, so I just I wish my daughter would have been more into it because uh, <laughs> because yeah, but um, so how stuff, about you, Kurt? stuff changes. Yeah, no, it's that's basically my takeaway. Um, I'll say that I appreciate that they that they do go further afield than you would expect. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, you know, the they uh, again the fact that they show like oh here's these like race balls. Um, and you know we've we've recently art. It's funny because both of our kids. Their favorite food is uh, lo mein noodles. Mm, like yeah. it, it, that's the thing, and <laughs> this is one of those things where uh, do you ever like accidentally say the term that you use for something to your kids? 
to yes. an adult. Yeah. So we call lo mein noodles wiggle noodles <laughs> because our our older daughter, when she was younger, didn't like spaghetti noodles, like Italian style noodles. Uh-huh. And we she when she but before she was verbal, she liked lo mein noodles. But then we wanted her to eat them when she was you know talking was a little bit more more like with it and she said i don't like noodles and we said no 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 no. these aren't spaghetti noodles these are uh wiggle noodles they're different they're wiggle noodles and she's like oh yeah wiggle noodles i'll try those um, <laughs> and so occasionally I, I i have occasionally said to an adult that like i've used the term wiggle noodles of talking yes. to another adult yeah um, I, I have i have definitely uh, told a person about i'm going to the potty so oh I, yes I, yeah yeah <laughs> i haven't done that luckily but um <laughs> but uh, uh again i appreciate that they have like food that isn't something that would show up on the kids menu mm-hmm. like yes they start with like tomatoes but then they're doing you know, rice balls and they're doing all different stuff and they have mushrooms mushrooms uh, yeah, it's, yeah it's different and they, and they hit on stuff that, that a lot of kids will would yeah. would reject so again i i think overall I think overall, it's like it's like a pretty good show. Definitely, I agree. Not the best children's show in a generation. That's that's Yo Gabba Gabba. Um, and if you like Yo Gabba Gabba, and your kids have gotten a little bit older, uh, the Aquabats Super Show is mm. also really good, although really weird. <laughs> it's like is a that- kaiju show for kids. Oh. It's really it's 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 very strange. Um, awesome. And it's it's about the it's like about the Aquabats. It's like a kids kaiju show. Where the Aquabats, it's basically like like the Power Rangers if the Power Rangers were replaced with the Aquabats. That um, sounds awesome. It's, it's it's pretty good. We should definitely do an episode on it at some point. But yes, I want to talk about the celebrity stuff because this is yes. something that pl- has plagued me. Um, because I feel like every every holiday, um, I know that most of my relatives don't listen to this, but but m- my mom might. But I don't think that she's ever gotten us one of these. Somebody will get us like a children's book. By a celebrity that we don't even like. Yeah. Um. Actually. Uh. And I, the one that stands out in my head is uh. We got a Jimmy Fallon kids book. Yes. Um. Called like your first word will be Dada. Yeah. And it's like honestly <clears throat> it's kind of cute. Um. But the fact that it's like Jimmy Fallon is really weird because yeah. this is a this is a concept that came that that somebody just like clearly just like came up with. I, I, right. I do not for a second believe that Jimmy Fallon had a single thing to do with this. And it yep. makes me feel gross where it's like, oh, well, I, I'm sure that somebody got hired to do work for hire to write and illustrate, uh, write the entire, the only word in the book is Dada. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need Jimmy Fallon involved to do this. It's purely like they licensed his name. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. certain yeah. to get this made and to make it sell. And it really drives me up the wall. But that's a, such a reliable way to get things to sell because there's way better kids books out there that don't have the benefit of having a celebrity attached. And oftentimes the celebrity ones suck. Yeah. Oh, um, I, so I, every, every celebrity one I've I've come across has been god awful and just like very uncanny. Um, we, we definitely had that Jimmy Fallon one, and that was unfortunately a, a favorite in the house for for a bit there. Um, the one that struck me uh, was. Uh, Sarah Ferguson, the the um, Duchess of uh, whatever. Um, I have no, I have no idea. Okay, yeah, she's some some royal, you know, adjacent royalty. <laughs> she she had a book. I, I and honestly, I have no clue how this book showed up in our house. Uh, just one day, my daughter like came up to me and was like, "Hey, can you read this?" And it was like a little red, and it's just this really convoluted kid story about like 
and there's like this lore, like this like deep lore in a kid's book. And it's like, they're, it's, they're like in a kind of like a version of like the hundred acre wood, but then like, so everything has a different name and like, uh, there's five different, it's just, it's just so strange. Like, it's just very like, and, and you know, it says it's written by her. There's no co-author. So I, I don't, whatever. I, I doubt that that she purpose personally read that. Uh, you know, I mean, how that. many words are in a kid's book? Like this one, well, that that's the thing. This one is super long. Like it's like, <laughs> it, and it's not aimed at all their kids. It's it's still like aimed at like young kids, but it's like it's got to be at least twenty pages long, and it just like goes on and on about this like, and there's no point to it. There's no moral as far as I could tell. Not that every kid's book has to have a moral, but like, it, it's just very strange. That one that one really bugged me because it's just, I feel like it just you know a haunted book that just showed up in my house one day. So. Th- I've never had that happen. Um, we do get weird ones. I, I can't remember if this happened to me or if you were telling me about I feel like you were telling me about it where something was like a was like a Tim McGraw. Tim, Tim Tebow. Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow. Thank you. Tim yeah. Tebow. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. We've we, we've had weird stuff like that, too. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, we got uh, we got one that I actually think it it may have been a children's book where one of the Obama's daughters was involved somehow. And it was about like, like important historical women. Okay. And, and I actually, I actually liked this one um, because it had a bit about Helen Keller and it mentioned that she was a labor organizer and it actually did mention that. And that's wow. almost always left out. Yeah. Um, when they talk about about Helen Keller, and I was actually I was actually kind of Im- uh, impressed by that one. But we have a ton of other ones that are all like kind of miserable. Um, the we we got somebody got us um, the the one by uh, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris's niece, I think it is. Oh, the, um, the Mina Mina Harris. Yes, and it's ve- it's a very strange flex because I was thinking about this recently. Um, Kamala Harris has her has has like kids of of her own who are like adults or like almost adults, and it's uh, it's kind of weird that like her her niece was like I'm gonna. I'm gonna take all the I'm gonna take all the opportunity to make a kids book about my famous aunt. Yes, <laughs> and like steal like like stealing mom valor. Yeah, <laughs> like a famous mom. Um, it, it, which and it was not like it wasn't even like a very good book. It was like a very boring children's book. Like it didn't really have any detail in it. It, like, it could have been literally anything. Um, whereas like we've we've gotten other books that that are you know, similarly diverse, similarly inspiring, similarly focused on like, you know, like inspiring stories of like young women achieving mm-hmm. things and, and being good role models that are way better, but they don't have, have any celebrity connection. And I'm just like, why? Like, I wish that those got all the spotlight right. instead of, uh, instead of, instead of these, um, I'm trying to think of uh, of uh, some of the other ones that we've gotten that were like especially bad. The Jimmy Fallon one is really bad. So, um, uh, I've never read these. Um, I, luckily, and nobody's ever. Luckily, I've never given them to us. But um, I, I know that uh, Rush Limbaugh, uh, rest in piss, Rush, Rush Limbaugh. He <laughs> he he um, had a line of kids books uh, where it was hit like a cartoon version of him, like leading kids through American history. Uh, <laughs> 
So, you know, obviously there's some, you know, you can see where that goes. And uh, so, like, it's just kind of this weird. And I don't know. I, I feel like and th- and that's where I said before, where I said, if you know, it feels like slumming. And I don't mean that the kids media it's, space in in general is slumming. But I feel like these celebrities treat it as such as like, like I said, it's a quick way to like, you know, there's, you know, basically it's a quick zero- way to earn like twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. And, and there's no effort. You know, they just got to probably just slap their name on it. Um, You know, maybe do a tour or something. I would assume that they do like three or four meetings with yeah. somebody and they sit down for like an hour or two and they're like, yeah. here's here's what we're going to make for the book. Give us your feedback. I assume yeah. it's it's like when a celebrity designs a clo- uh, designs like a clothing line. Right. And, and you know what? Right. To, be, yeah. to be totally fair um, to, to someone like Michelle Obama, I would not be surprised was if if they were like more involved in it well, yeah. um, but the vast majority of them very much seem like it's like what do you think about this okay i'll take your notes and you know give mm. it back to the people who are who are actually making this thing yeah and, and i think that goes to the difference between like you know the, the production of a television show versus a kid's book and that's why i think the kid like the kid's books uh tend to get a lot of the you know weirder like why does this celebrity have like why does jimmy fallon have a freaking kid's book like that's I just remember – so I just remember two things. Um, well, if I could just finish my one yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Um, my point is, though, that ultimately that I, I find it condescending and, and just shitty that these people can feel like they, you know, they can just toss off this shit and not worry about the quality of the stuff because, oh, it's just a kid's book. Whereas, like, there's so much good kid's book out there that, like you said before, completely missing any sort of acclaim or limelight because they're being overshadowed by these stupid celebrities. So, do you remember um, who were those two weird brothers who were on Twitter and they were like big anti-Trump guys? Oh, the Krasensteins. Did they have a kids' book? They did. Uh, wasn't it that uh, Robert Mueller, right? The 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 weirdly yes, yes. ripped. How the people trumped Ronald Plump? Yeah, yes. yes. And it was super weird to have like super hot ripped Robert Mueller. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm, without... looking, I'm looking at it now without a shirt yeah. on. This is so weird. Yeah. Oh wow, this is so weird. Yeah. So like this is a perfect example of like like the easy cash in where it's like okay, we've achieved some minimal level of celebrity enough for a children's book. Um because I mean the the reality is you could produce a children's book very very cheaply. Um mm-hmm. like and and like when, when when you look at some of these celebrity ones, the Krasenstein ones in particular, I would assume that these were all ordered off of uh you know Fiverr for like $60 a page yeah. for the illustrations. Um, and, you know, if, if you, if you print a thousand of them, it probably costs like five, you know, five or six bucks per thing mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to ship it. So like, if, you know, if you have, I, I don't even know how many followers they had on Twitter when they finally got banned, but presumably it's yeah. enough to sell a thousand children's books for like 20 bucks a piece or something. And they, you know, they, they get, you know, 15,000 yeah. or something each out of it. Um, that's deeply weird. And again, it's so weird. They're so bad. Like the quality is so bad. Um, mm. The other thing is, um, do you remember when the mayor of Baltimore uh, got caught oh. in a children's book scam where she made like a bunch of hospitals buy like a thousand copies each of her self-published children's book and yes. like pocketed all of the money for it? Yes, that was that's there's it's so strange. It's so weird. And it kind of, uh, yeah, I, it, it's, uh, and I don't even remember what the book was about. Was it about like, uh, it would be interesting to see what that thing. So here's a question. Have you come across any celebrity 
written or endorsed books, kids books um, that you have actually liked? Cause I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. So that's kind of like a, I'm putting you on the spot there, but yes, but I, I, I cannot for the life of me remember what it is. There's definitely one that um, I did. I did like, honestly, I kind of like the Jimmy Fallon one. I just, I just don't it's, believe that Jimmy Fallon had anything to yeah. do with it. It is, it is also, it is the most basic possible. Yes. Uh, children's book. No, I, no, I, I can't really think of anything. I, again, I'm sure that we have one. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure uh, what, yeah. what it is. Um, I forget these things so fast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, not, not really. And, and even the ones that were, I feel like I probably noticed, you know, sometime later that it was a, a celebrity children's yeah. book. And the, the vast majority of them are just like a weird way to get to convince parents to pull the trigger or, or more likely it's a way to convince relatives of parents to to pull the trigger yes. on buying yes. something where it's like, oh, they they they, they like uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They like well, Sarah, and- Sarah Ferguson. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think it kind of, uh, goes a little bit towards more, um, it's kind of like, you know, all the kids books that are like, you know, all the star Wars kids books and all, all those things where it's like, it's just an easy recognizable brand, uh, to, for somebody to say, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I know that what that is. And get that for the kid, um, whether it's the parents buying it or like you said, a relative just do, you know, pulling something cheap off the shelf. And yeah. And it's, it, it is to me part of that kind of, um, uh, drive towards like lifestyle parenting mm-hmm. that I, I I feel like has become increasingly popular in the last like twenty to twenty five years. I mean, I I guess I guess it like it existed earlier, but the 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 way that it's become intermingled with like lifestyle brands is especially is is very strange. Where it's like you know what type of parent are you? Oh well, we need to have this type of children's book, even though it really mm-hmm. conveys nothing different to um. For instance, the Krasenstein children's book, you know, a three-year-old has absolutely no clue what no. that book is about. No. Um, it, that, that's purely for a parent to feel like they are a certain type of of parent. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that that strikes me as very weird. By the way, uh, the may- the former mayor of Baltimore, Catherine Pugh's book is called Healthy Holly. Exercising is fun. Um, it looks absolutely miserable. Um, and and the the scam was basically like she did in, in exchange for political favors. Um, she got people to buy like thousands and thousands of copies of her children's book, which like the proceeds went back to her, to her and her campaign. Um, basically was, was what the scam was. Basically used to, to launder like bribes <laughs> effectively. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a whole weird, like it's like a weird quasi economy and especially considering how hard it is to make it as a children's book author mm-hmm. slash producer um like i'm i'm astonished uh at like you know the people who managed to succeed doing that uh and, and so like I, I was trying to remember the the name of this earlier but you know for instance instead of like the mina harris book um you could get something like like ada twist scientist which is made with much more care um a, a similarly diverse similarly female-centered children's book mm-hmm. that has like an empowering narrative but is actually a good children's book and not like 
you know, a, a crass cash it basically. Yeah. So it's, it yeah. just, it, it feels like a shame to me in the way that they displace other better books basically. Right. And does Jimmy Fallon really need $25,000? Probably not. He'll, never mind. I was going to just say something possibly libelous. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't know. Cl- any any closing thoughts? Do, do you do you have any uh, celebrity children's books that you actually thought were good? No, I, I, like I said, I, I can't think of any. Um, I'm like you said. I'm, there's probably been one or two where I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cute enough, but off the top of my head, it's not striking me. It, it, the getting to the back, the rest. I was reading like like the Tim Tebow book. We we actually have that, and um, you know, getting to the end of like I, I didn't know who was who was associated with the book. Uh, although I should have guessed because the, the character's name is Bronco. And uh, <laughs> at, by the end of it, I'm like, this is such a weird book. What's going on here? And then I, then I like finally saw, I was like, oh, Tim Tebow. Okay. That's, that's super strange. And I can't, I can't tell. I don't know exactly in what like station of his life, this book came out, whether it was like during, you know, his brief F- NFL career or, you know, his baseball career or <laughs> whatever. But very strange. I've got one actually. At, there we go. At the buzzer, and you'll appreciate this one. Did you know that um, M. Night Shyamalan put out a children's book to accompany The Lady in the Water uh, called The Lady in the Water? That is a children's book version of not of the movie, but like a, it's like about the like the meta narrative of right. the movie. Um, and it's not great, but it is weird. And yeah. I appreciate that almost as much as as greatness. Um, okay, and it's very strange. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> and um, we actually had that. I, I've never actually read that to my kid. Um, my uh, De- Denise um, is a huge fan of M Night Shyamalan, and in particular that movie, which actually was filmed about two miles from my house. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's, uh, he's a Philly boy. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I. I, I actually. Um, I had a job for a couple of years where I worked in a copy shop and I actually photocopied like 800 pages of um, a, a, like a, a prop directory for um, his avatar, the last airbender movie. Oh. Um, and like, like a member of like the prop crew came in and was like, we need three copies of this gigantic binder. So I spent like <laughs> two days photocopying you know, you made push. movie history. Yeah, I made, I made movie history. I should have demanded that uh, I get uh, I get uh, a union rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but but that that is the one celebrity children's book I can think of. That I actually thought was was quite good. Just in that it was like actually like a little bit scary um, and like mm. a little bit weird. Um, yeah, I, I I should find that and uh, read it to our kids and see what what they think about it. Although right now our two year old is at the age where she wants to hold the book, but she she doesn't know why. So like yeah. it's actually hard for me to read to her because she'll get really mad and like try and pull the book away from me and then I just I was trying to read like a like a Dr. Seuss ABC um and after like D I just had to like make up words as I went because I wasn't allowed to read the book yeah. anymore. So Oh, uh, Kurt, I see you're sticking it to cancel culture. Is that what you were doing? <laughs> um, there's nothing oh, there's nothing overtly problematic in that particular <laughs> book. Honestly, that like like I thought about whether we should do an episode on that and the the point has been made like well and truly like none of the books that were pulled are remotely memorable no one's no, no one's like there's one of, it's about like amazing tacos or something some crap like that it's it, 
who like who yeah. cares who cares well, uh, uh, yes and uh, yeah not to not to litigate it but it's it, you know it was the estate itself not any sort yes. of like library or anything like that so you know it's the free market at work they they from a commercial point of view wisely got out ahead of it because yes. it's definitely going to happen yeah eventually yep yeah well I, I think that probably about does it uh, for Waffles and Mochi. Um, it's it's a it's a it's it's a yes. good show. It's a little strange. It's some unusual yeah. uh, confluence with with politics that like I kind of just wish weren't there. So like it didn't it didn't cause my mm. brain to bounce around on the inside of my skull. Yes. Um, but I honestly can't find anything particularly objectionable to say about it. So same here. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks for listening to Parents Just Don't Understand. Have a great one. Waffles and mochi. We're here to help. Waffles and mochi. Ready for adventure. Waffles and mochi. There's gonna be food, right? Nice, Mama. Two best friends with one big dream. To become chefs. Don't me. I need you to do me a huge favor. We're ready, Mrs. O. Here's a list. No problem. Welcome to Magic Card 3000. I see you need help finding tomatoes, potatoes, destination, mushrooms. We better get cooking. Hi, Busy. You look amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm Shelfie. Hey, Intercommy. Intercommy. Shelfie, you must be my. No! It's just Get up a storm! Thanks for having us at your table today. To your friends, to family. Thanks for letting us help out, Baker. We're always looking to learn about cooking. Great.